Previously on Polyamory. Romari is going to start investigating for a vault. Dusty walks in, picks up like a cool looking skull <laughs> off of one of the shelves, realises it won't pick up, pulls it really hard, and this, like, the whole bookshelf just slides back as Dee's uh, about to put a book on the shelf and <laughs> just drops it in midair. So behind the bookshelf, you see uh, a descending stairs. Ooh. They are stone. There are some, some lit lit wall sconces on a pedestal, sort of right in the centre of the room. Is like a, a, a strange dome thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's got like a, a little bit stuck out the bottom. And it's got this strange sort of like arc thing connected at the bottom on one side and on on the back there's this sort of resin strap that um <laughs> seems to sort of hold it in in one place it has like a, a pattern on it that looks sort of like when you look up at the stars on a really clear night Primara's gonna try and put this on you put this hat on yeah it's it's like a little domed hat i mean if we were in say a, an entire different plane of existence i might describe it as a galaxy snapback <laughs> It is a snazzy hat. Uh, Dusty's going to dab in Bromara's direction. Bromara's going to dab back. There is an absolute explosion of colour. <gasps> oh. Like, oh. Dusty is just like, looks like someone's just thrown an entire Dulux catalogue <laughs> at him. That was powerful. <laughs> Dusty still hasn't had his purple worm. Do you want to take some purple worm? I mean, I'm surrounded by fairy dragons and the place is lit up like a rave. I mean, we could definitely find you a comfy room and Bromara can provide lots of colourful sensory input if you'd like. I mean, as far as set and setting goes, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Right, it's somewhere safe and comfy and there's a guard bullet that can just come and sit on his head if he starts to act up. As he closes his eyes and just lays his head back on the pillow, he just goes, whoa. Fucking hell. Dusty, you have this image uh, initially of like fairy dragons just sort of skipping around a, a little cottage and then like they dive into a pond and you follow them through the pond and uh, a cat leaps after like a little fish and you come splashing back out of the pond and flying across the landscape and there's like this weird cloud floating slightly above the ground and throughout the cloud you can see like all these weird chimneys and you just in the midst of all this you can feel like a heartbeat and you try to get closer to it but something is pushing you back but you feel like you have to connect with this heartbeat Mm. and after a few hours of just just amazing things and beautiful moments of like hugging each other and chatting you do just sort of pass out and you all eventually fall asleep together and the next morning you wake up and you all feel fine there is like a gate un- under an archway in the in this uh, hedge mm. by the side of the road do you all look up from the book desperate to do anything else now to forget about <laughs> my other failure than trying to read oh oh look that's what is that? That is a hedge, darling. I, um, should we go look at it? Inside is this beautiful little garden. There is a little pond, a cute uh-huh. little like little pond. You imagine there's probably some fish in it. Uh, it's got like brickwork all around the side, so it's it's more difficult, I imagine, to slip in. Mm-hmm. And sitting on a little chair, holding a little fishing rod, is a tiny figure that, had you rolled lower, you would probably have assumed was some kind of gnome. But it's actually a stuffed shark. (gasps) And with your perception as it was, you notice that there are other stuffed (sighs) shorks 
around the garden. <gasps> There's like a little tiny um, like picnic table at one side of the garden. Uh-huh. And there's a couple of shorks with a little umbrella over the top and they're having a little tea party. You could have just told me you were coming. We didn't know we were coming, but hi. Oh, Hello. Hi, how are you doing? A few minutes, uh, Mittens comes back and asks if you would be willing to go on a little mission for them. Other cats <laughs> have problems in the village. And eventually you do see a sign for a village oh, yeah. called Felix Doe. It's got little ears on the sign. I like to think of myself as a, a tabaxi of the world. I can sort out most things for most people. You know, got, I've got a pour in every pie. Sure, show us somewhere in town we can stay. There you go. Fine. Oh, for fuck's sake. You settle down for the night together in this... Eh, I mean, if it wasn't giant, or at least sizable, it would be a, a, a probably a, a double bed. fun issue doing dice funk the other week where um during recording i was like oh well use my uh, point of inspiration that i've got and austin was like i've not given anyone inspiration this season i was like let me check my sheet i don't have inspiration why do i think i have inspiration oh because jane gave me inspiration at some point i give inspiration mm-hmm. out willy and also nilly i enjoy that it's it's nice to occasionally be like fucking inspired that's yeah, yeah. just like real life Yay. <sighs> <laughs> Enthusiastic. Yay. Yay. I did not come here for real life, Nick. <laughs> Take that shit. Fuck off with it. Okay. Don't want it. All right. We dance with the tobacco. I came here to, to beat people up with magic. Roll dice and beat people up. <laughs> Talk about feeling. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Polyamory Season 2. Hooray! Hooray! We're here. We're doing it. How, how's everyone doing? I think I can just about remember who I play in this show. I'm sure I'm fine. <laughs> it's all right. I've given you a recap. Are we fine? Yeah, good. Yeah. Huzzah. How's that, Becky? Um. That good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've slept this week. I'm not sure. You definitely slept yesterday. You had a nap and everything. Oh yeah. Naps are great. Mm. Had a surprise one of those yesterday. It was wonderful. Yeah. Surprise nap. I don't like surprise naps. I always feel robbed. My consciousness. My consciousness. As well, as long as I'm back up within forty-five minutes, I don't feel too robbed. My fucking weekend. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> I understand Northern sensibility. Thank you. I feel seen. And slightly mocked. Oh no! Seen and mocked. mocked. <laughs> right. Uh, so you you. Just been to sleep in a big bed. Yeah. Well, cats sang outside. Sorry, Tabaxi sang outside your window. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, they're they're singing, are they? I mean, you said, you heard in the distance yeah. that some Tabaxi was singing. Yeah. There, there were two people in towers watching us from watching the town from a distance or something. We don't, you know, don't that. know that. No, but we know that. That's an irony. The characters don't know that, but we know that, right? Uh, you you know that, uh, yeah, Artie appeared to be sort of watching out 
over the town, keeping an eye on things. Mm. And far up in a high end and weird, twisty, almost Geiger esque tower was um, was the old dude. Well, we just had a real good nap. We so. just had a lovely sleep in oh. a very big bed. It's very nice to be able to stretch out my tiny little arms and legs. <laughs> Cozy. Dusty has made Aurora her own bed out of like a pillow to serve as the mattress and tucked Aww. her with a little blanket. Aww. Aww. Adorable. She's got a tiny empress sized bed. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, she's built herself a little pillow fort. Aww. Out of smaller pillows? Um, she shredded the big pillow. Ah. Well, I mean, it's not like we paid anything or gave anyone our names when we came in, so it's... You, you did pay. I'm sure did, you paid. Did we? I... I'm sure you gave some money to Artie for this privilege. Pro- probably, but no one in the building took our names or, like, nothing seemingly very official happened. No. So, if we leave the broken pillow, who's gonna know? I mean, we're surrounded by cats. Like, someone will think there was just a, a, a flickery light on it for a second. Yeah, probably. That's tabaxi for you. So, uh, um, one other thing while we're refreshing everyone's memories. The last bit of dramatic irony was walking towards town was a real rough, broken-looking cat carrying a crossbow. See, up Mm. until you mentioned the crossbow, I was like, okay, we're still in the 2019 Cats movie, and this is the one who's going to sing a song about all her sad memories and why she should go to cat heaven. But the crossbow has thrown that image slightly off. That could definitely still happen. Memories all alone in the... (laughs) 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 Now he's got a cat heaven, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) When this character shows up and we inevitably meet them, I'm not going to be able to picture anything else now. (laughs) Well... Um. <laughs> so we leave the building and search for the sound of crossbow bolts and musical numbers. I mean, you can hear music coming from at least three directions. Hmm. Uh, one of them is back towards the the, the theatre. Okay. Who has ideas? Uh, can we see the Geiger Tower from where we are? It's a misty morning. It's uh, it's it's a bit far away for that. Okay. So what is? Well, we have a window, right? Yeah, we blew you all the dust window. out. Yeah. What is the? What's the town look like by day? I was going to say a small town, but it is too big for everyone. So, mm-hmm. like a town that was built for an entirely different species. It's 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 a large small town, an large oversized small town. small town. Yeah, like you imagine that it would be. I mean, quite a well-to-do town. They've got a they've got a theater at least. It's it's more of a town hall theater, but yeah, they've got one. Yeah, and you know, like seemingly they have shops and things. They certainly have shop fronts. Well, basically, one of those villages that you drive through if you come off the motorway too early. That's what I'm driving, so I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting. Okay. Hmm. D, you're still disguised as a tabaxi, are you? A small tabaxi. Yes. As as a little tabaxi. Little little tabaxi. Uh, Duster is just going to set off in vague hunt of breakfast while we think of a plan. Uh, We've been signed up for the talent competition, haven't we? You did enter Yes, indeed. Yes. And it's not specifically a singing competition, despite the singing we hear in the many directions. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And we've got a while, because it was at like three in the afternoon that we have to perform. It's it's later in the day, yeah. Okay, okay, we've got some time. Should we go mingle? Let's go mingle. Yeah, maybe maybe have a look at what some of the other performers are doing, see if we can get a sense of what we're up against. Yeah. Is there a, like, town market? 
Not that you've passed so far, but if you want to go looking around for a market... Yeah, I'll take a wander. Okay. Um, so you notice that there there are certainly shop fronts, and there are things displayed in the window, but none of them appear to be open, and none of them seem to be, have been used in a very long time. There's a lot of dust and grime over the windows. There's usually tabaxi sleeping in the doorways, or dancing in the doorways, or just sort of stretching out in the doorways, mm. licking their arseholes in the doorways. They're tabaxi, so... <laughs> <laughs> Their morals are very different to yours. Um, eventually, you do find what looks like a, some kind of shop that's been opened, and as as you would expect, the shelves are slightly too big for you, uh, especially you, Bramara, as the <laughs> smallest of, of of the crew. Um, yeah, but it's been it's been set out as one of those sort of general purpose shops, a bit of everything you might need. Uh, it's got like a um, like bumbles, the little bumbles in Maud Town, yeah. Where they've got like apothecary stuff and sort of spell componentsy bits and just general light adventuring, and then just just like a wall of tuna <laughs> and a, 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 a bigger wall out of just like a just a normal cat food. And then just, like, another wall of really boring-looking cat biscuits. Ah. Uh, mm. Which doesn't appear to have been touched oh, in a while. Oh, no, no one wants the biscuits. Where's the wet food, humans? <laughs> There's no humans in this town. Indeed. Should we head in, then? Yeah, yeah, why not? I have my, I've been visited by a small tabaxi. <gasps> oh! Oh! Excuse me, small tabaxi. I would like, like to be. I would to like to be shop? on the keyboard, please. Oh, like she's a tabitty. She is a tabitty. Come, come, hang over here, tiny kitty. <clears throat> so you head in, and initially you don't think there's anyone running the shop, but you do sort of hear a, a bell jingling. Hello. Hello. And uh, leaping up on top of a shelf, assuming from the adjoining aisle, is uh, a small calico tabaxi. It's smudge. Like us sized or Um so bigger than you, but small for a tabaxi. Ah. Morning. Meow. Morning. Night. Doesn't make any difference. Food. 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 And and she points at each of the walls of food. Doesn't make any difference, you say? Yeah. Are we helping? I suppose so. Um uh... We're tabaxi. We're tabaxi. Sleep when we want. Up when we want. Sing when we want. Ah <laughs> food. food. Working on a song about that. So uh about all this singing then. What can you tell us about it? Everybody wants to be a star. Is that like a tabaxi thing or a this town thing? What this town was built on. The old dude's been running the show, making stars for as long as anyone can remember. What what do you what do you know about this 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 old the old guy? Old dude's been here forever. Older than anyone we know. Just old food. I like some food. And uh, these stars. What happens with them? Like, what's the process here? Win the competition, become a star, success. More food? Probably more food. Nah, food. Do you ever see them again? Uh, why would a big star come back here? To see their friends and family? Miss the food here? Don't know Tabatsu very well, do you? No? No, don't really do family. Friends? No. Like food? I mean, maybe nostalgic for the food back here. I mean, different she, brand of food is not always better food. She she looks um a bit torn about how to respond to that. <laughs> right. You you can't tell why. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how how often does someone win and get to become a star? Is it a sometime when new star comes when old Duke decides? Don't really think about time. Time is for humans and other species. 
Time is... When is food? When is food after that? I see. When was last food? food? Uh, and she sort of licks her lips and then uh, licks the back of her paw. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> is it worth us buying some tabaxi food with which to maybe bribe our way around town later? Yeah, Dusty's been eyeing up the fish this whole time. Is looking to see if there's any tiny little, like, anchovy-sized ones. Cause... It's tuna. It's all tuna. Presumably, though, the we should get something bigger because the tabaxi are bigger than us, so yeah. anchovy would be, like, nothing. Be like a crumb. Yeah, but he doesn't want Aurora to feel left out, so he's looking for a small uh, fish. Uh... I think he'd probably be best off, off, off opening one of the, the, the fish foods, uh, the cat foods, and... and... A portion from yeah. that, perhaps. In that case, yeah. Can we can we get some of the tuners to take with us to to, in case we need something to bribe people with later who what are food motivated? Yeah, some food. Have money. Uh, we have money. Yes. And good food. The good food. Good food. How many good food? How many do you reckon, team? Mm, let's do six, two for each of us. That way we have things to give. Sure. How much would six good food be? Sixteen hundred copper. Um, how does that equate to other currencies? How much of a gold is that? 16 gold? Yeah, Bromara will pop 16 gold on the table. Yeah. And she sort of, like, pushes them off the shelf with her paw, <laughs> and they just clatter on the floor in front of you. Can you try and catch them? Uh, sure, let's have uh, dexterity, I guess. Oh, why did I say catch? <laughs> Nine! Okay, I mean, you catch them just about, like, one rolls away, and while you're trying to pick it up, you kick it, so it rolls further away. Oh no, I've just had a really horrible realisation. I've gone to put the cat food on my item list, and I've put it just below poison potion. (laughs) You mixed up. Well, I mean, not unless we wanted to deliberately mix them up. If you wanted to get poison into someone, delicious food would be a good way to go. Old tabaxi. So you're each taking two food, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we potentially continue heading onwards towards the theatre to try and get a sense of like what's going on over there before we have to perform? Down to me. Yeah. Um, so you head over to the theatre and you can hear like a little piano number going on. Hmm. As you step in, there is like a blue cat on stage. You know those grey cats that are just that almost shade of blue? Oh, steel grey. Yeah. Yeah. That shade. Um... It's a beautiful cat. Uh, on stage, um, somebody just off stage is clearly playing the piano for him. The only prop on stage with him it appears to be uh, maybe like a, a, a frame or something covered with a, a curtain that has clearly just been like pulled down. <laughs> it's a lovely shade of crimson, but it, it's it's clearly not the de- beautiful decorative cover it was intended to be. And the cat sings. Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> when I get a sight of him, what do I see? But glorious, marvellous, wondrous me. And as he says this, he pulls the curtain off of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> He's beautiful, smart, the finest coat you that you'll see. None but glorious, handsomest, fabulous me. And as he sings this final held note, he licks all the way down his chest, his stomach, and up his leg, which he lifts above his head, all the way up to the ankle. Um, but as he, as he gets to that ankle, there's like a, a crick, and he looks a little bit pained. <laughs> he goes, glorious, handsome, fabulous me. Ow. 
<laughs> and the old dude's like, thank you, thank you. I think I think we've seen enough. That was wondrous. Just him off. Yay! That was a good singing. Very good. Uh, so the, so this performance was clearly not enough to get them to stardom, it seems. Not as far as you can tell. No. It's, are we able to get any insight, potentially, with a role as to whether, like, was it the ow at the end, like, ah, you didn't stick the landing, or was there something more to it? Uh, roll insight with disadvantage. All of us, or? Anyone who wants to know. Four. Fourteen for Becky, because it was with disadvantage. So fourteen, four, eleven. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not great. <sighs> Not, not, not great, I'm afraid. You had no idea. Oh. Romara, you have uh, a performance coming up. Uh, how are you feeling about that? <laughs> I know what <laughs> words you're looking for this, here. This big, the- this big theatre. How many people are in this theatre? Uh, just the old dude that you can see. It's um, a big empty, empty theatre and you've got to do a performance. If Would the rest of our party be able to sit up near the front where I can see them? Who knows? <laughs> If they're allowed up front and I can see them, maybe I'll probably feel less nervous. If not, nervous, but still if, nervous. if if not, I will feel I'm nervous, nervous, nervous. There's the I'm, word. I'm going to need. I know. I was dancing around <laughs> the word around because it. I knew what was coming. Well, there it was. Yeah, there it there it is. Eleven. Just about. <laughs> can D offer words of encouragement and just shoulder rub? Like, would these be with paws? Would that be effective? Oh, oh. Just a little pap on the shelf. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I need to start planning for my uh, my performance, I suppose. Mm. So you you hanging around here, or are you going to look somewhere else? I think Romara's just going to try and find a quiet corner to start uh, putting some kind of performance plan together in the theater. Uh, maybe maybe like a room in a corridor out the way somewhere in the, okay. in the theater. Find a back back corridor to. To sort of limber up and get ready in. Okay. So you head towards... Uh, as this is basically one of those, like, town hall halls, mm. uh, you'd have... The only door you can see is sort of what looks like backstage. Mm. So you can you can head through the double doors and see what's back there. Okay, let's have a look back there if it's not locked and doesn't seem like I'm trespassing too much. Um, okay, you head back there. And there is a, a, a tabaxi that you saw... The uh, the night before, actually, um, it's 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 that tuxedo cat that did the magic tricks. Oh Ooh. heck! And and they're practicing somehow pulling a bunch of clearly very fake flake flowers out of their non-existent sleeve. Hey, how did your performance go yesterday? Well, uh, uh, um, I don't think it went very well. Um, it's it's a lot. I'd like to be a star. Cause because my mum got to be a star, and and it would be nice to you know follow in her footsteps. Footsteps. <gasps> hey, hey! Is there anything I can do to help you? Come yeah, on, fine. <sighs> it looks like he's on the verge of a panic attack. Um, can, can I, can I, can I do do anything for you? Get you a glass of water, <laughs> some cat food, some tuna. <laughs> I I can't really eat right now. Okay. I'm just too, um, I've, uh, it's just things I need a minute on my own. <sighs> okay. <sighs> And, and he sneezes, and just like that silk handkerchiefs just fly everywhere, just like they just explode <laughs> out of him somehow. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Hmm. So the current debate I'm having with with myself before this performance is how many of my spell slots do I want to like blow on this? Because I could do a hell of a performance if I don't have to worry too much about spell slots. 
I think it, this seems like a pretty important thing, and we're safe in town, thinking in character. <laughs> okay, okay. I think, I think, I think Bramara has a plan for for this performance. Uh, so, are the other two, are you staying out in the main theater? I'm assuming that D knew that Bromara was nervous and wants to try and be close to, by to su- offer support. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. as cl- as close to the front of the stage as we can get. Also, did uh, did Bromara end up trying to disguise herself as a tabaxi? Uh, no, she's got a different plan for her use of disguise self. Okay, dis- so just just to check though, but you two are out front. You haven't gone backstage where Bramara is right now. No, I, are but we you allowed have back? Gone down the front. Yeah, I don't think we're allowed back Nobody there knows. yet. <laughs> That's true. I'm drawing assumptions. Um. Okay, so you're now sitting right down the front, quite near the old dude, hmm. who smells like a library's got wet. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a very specific smell, huh? Moldy mm, books. Do I notice anything else about him other than the fact that he smells? He appears to be looking through sort of like a large book of notes. Ooh, can I do a sneaky peeky? Do a sneaky peeky. Want to percept the book. Percept the crap out of that book. 17 to percept the crap out of that book. Um, it's a list of names and they have like stars next to them to various degrees. Oh, that's not fun. <laughs> a number of stars. Some of them are crossed out. Anybody? Mm. Are our names on this list? Um, he's flicking back and forth a bit, so you do see sort of newer sections of it, and there are just your three names at the bottom. No stars, no crosses. You've just been written on the list. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. I'm debating that 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 decision of should I go in in tabaxi, just looking like a tabaxi or not. Oh, thoughts, team. Follow your ridiculously overdramatic heart. Do you? How, what, what's your method? Of um, disguise, because I can cast disguise self without needing to use a spell slot. Will that change your size? I don't believe, I don't believe so. Have to say the same size class. Uh, I can't remember if it's that or if you can make it look like your size has changed. But if anyone tries to touch it, they'll be like, "There's nothing there." Um, you can seem one foot shorter or taller. Uh, um, so you'd still be minuscule for a tabaxi. Yeah. Okay. Let's not even try and pretend I'm a tabaxi. Let's let's just lean in on on the performance as is then. Okay. Right. I'm ready. Is it is it my turn? Is it my time to shine? There's no one on stage right now. Um, Bramara's going to confidently walk out onto that stage. Okay. You walk out onto the stage and the light is blinding. Like it's this these burning yellow lights. And you can just see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shadows sitting in chairs, staring at you. In the dead centre, like three rows back, is a little table, which you recognise as where the old dude is sitting. Mm. And it's hot and oppressive and smells a bit dusty and mouldy and old, like the air doesn't move in here very often. Okay, okay. Right. I'm going to need another wisdom save. Yeah, of course you are. (laughs) We should have made signs. <laughs> oh, you're nowhere to be seen, by the way. We don't know hmm. that. Uh, 22 on wisdom. You're doing real well, considering. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding it together. I've, I've planned this out. I've got a plan. <laughs> and plans are good for getting through stressful situations. You just do the plan. Right, so as as with any good performance, uh, for, for anyone who has magic, we're going to open up with thaumaturgy. So, um... 
all of the the lights in the room start to flicker and change colors you know as is you know start setting the scene uh the room starts to just lightly tremble just just enough to get like the the feeling of like a drum roll going like a, a nice anticipation um and my eyes are starting to glow, just trying to trying to get the scene of like, ah, I'm coming to do something very special here. Ooh. At the back of the room, you just hear... <coughs> um, Bromara is going to cast Unseen Servant on the other side of the stage, and then do a big old dab of um, colour splash to make the Unseen Servant visible in a rainbowy covered mess. Okay, let's do that performance roll. <laughs> I take it you're wearing the hat. I'm wearing the hat, yeah. Uh, 14. So that's a 21 with advantage. Yep. Um, yeah, the, the just, it just rockets out of your hand, just this <laughs> spray of colour. And there, like, leaves on the far side of the stage, there's like the little curtains for people to come in and out <laughs> behind. There's just like a, an unseen servant shaped gap in that. <laughs> and everything else is just colour. Uh, so I'm going to get the Unseen Servant to sort of start coming away from the where the rainbow, uh, the, all the <laughs> rainbow messes, to be like, ah, here is me and my assistant. <laughs> sort of slowly dripping off them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm then going to cast on myself. Uh, I'm going to use my Mask of Many Faces to cast Disguise Self without a spell slot. Uh, and I'm going to make myself appear covered in rainbows as well. I want to try and get myself to match my, my new assistant here as best I can. Ooh. Ooh. Right? Um, from, from up in one of the balconies, you hear... <coughs> uh, right. Uh, I then cast Mirror Image, so there's now another three of me. <laughs> um, so we've got an entire magical rainbow chorus line has been assembled here. <laughs> um, so I'm, I, I don't know what kind of role I need to do for this, but the, the vague plan is to do some coordinated da- dab acrobatics. Acrobatics, you yeah, say? acrobatics and dabbery, and uh, make a make a spectacle out of this group of many many of myself made of rainbows, uh, doing a big dab based acrobatic performance. Sounds brave. I I know, right? But I'm hoping that because there's so many of us and so much going on, if I mess anything up, ah, there'll be enough of them to distract from my my fuck up. Sure, let's have an acrobatics roll. Uh that's a that's a ten. <laughs> Go on, you, actually, I have inspiration I haven't spent. Can I use the inspiration? Sure. Uh, I use my inspiration. That's that's now a crit. It's a crit. Woo! Okay, <laughs> tell us how you do... You, you appear to, like, fly around the stage as if someone has run on, stuck you in a harness, and you're doing some, like, wire do across the let, stage. Let's say, because the Unseen Servant is, um, I, I, is incredibly light, mm-hmm. maybe Puff uh, assists in making that one do a, a flying uh, rope, right, uh, make yeah. the, uh, the wire work trick. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Bromaras are just sort of like, we'll do a flip over each other and then sort of, like, launch them into the next flip. Um, and to try and make the ending as spectacular as possible... Bromara is going to end by casting Dimension Door to make herself land a flip and not end up where she lands. She ends up down down on the on the floor area, sort of in front of the judge, like ah, ta-da! Okay, so you do this; it's spectacular. <laughs> um, and and uh, D and Dusty can see it, and to them, it looks spectacular. Can we woo? You can woo. Woo! I won't know. Really? Uh, Bromara, uh, at the back of the room, you hear, like, 
as if someone started clapping and then realised no one else was clapping. Ah. <laughs> sort of like, ooh, got really self-conscious. <laughs> uh, but as you land off the stage, you're back in the theatre hall. The boring dull grand. Ah, theater. I see, I see. Uh, does does this um, ju- the the elderly judge seem to have been deemed my performance worthwhile? Um, the old dude sort of pulls down his glasses a little bit and looks at you over the top of them. We'll come back later. Uh, insight? Is this a good comeback later? Let's have an insight round. Like, is this a you've made it to round two, or is this a? Right, there we go. 18 on insight. Uh, for for all that you can get from this stony-faced figure, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, may, it's maybe positive. Could could be a, a good thing. It could it could have gone in your favour. Okay. Uh, a specific time later, or evening. Okay. Thank you. And I. Try and breathe for a second and go and find a seat. He starts rustling through his papers again. Uh, hi everyone. You did good. So good. I, I I I think I think I did okay. You did wonderful. He hasn't told me to never come back, which I take as a win. Yes. Definitely. You were oh. magnificent. Um. So heads up for the t- for the two of you when you get up there. It's um. It's terrifying, and I could not see either of you. It it was a sea of a thousand shadowy faces. Um, it was considerably more oppressive and terrifying than it seems from here. Is there anyone else in the room? Only the old dude. Dusty is befuddled. I think we're all befuddled. Yeah. Could be the blinders of the... Are there blinders? Like stage blinders? No? Oh. Bizarre. Uh, well, I think I think one of the shadows clapped, so like I think that... I, I don't think it was nothing. Hmm. Where did the clap come from? Somewhere up the back? Somewhere up the back. And it, in when you were on the stage, it was like proper theatre seating. It's sort of... Yeah, like which spe- it's not now. It's not now. It's a it's a flat hall. Yeah, okay. Bromara's going to try and... It's ex- angled seating yeah. all the way back with like balconies yeah. and stuff. Bromara tries to explain like, oh, when you're up there, it looks like there's like circles and circles of balcony seating. And so... the clapping was up there. Oh, like the spiders. Like what? Like the spiders. When when you're with the spiders, you can see them, and when you're not, you can't, and it's different, but it's the same. Uh, not dissimilar. Yeah. Dusty is satisfied with his explanation of this to himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like being in another dimension. It is, which is part of why I used Dimension Door in the hopes of, like, is this gonna, is this gonna do something? Nah. It did what you wanted it to do. Indeed. I wasn't sure if on my way through I'd be like, ah, something occurred. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's me done. I, I, I win. I win for this week. <laughs> That's everyone else's turn to play D&D. Yay. <laughs> uh, Dusty is going to go and find some dirt. Oh, dear. Do we know sure. who's up next? No idea. Could be the magical cat. Excellent. Does Bramar need her not sunglasses right now? I mean, I can stay it's inside. Sweet. You can have the sunglasses. It is quite, um, as I say, quite foggy this morning. Yeah. You ah. can have the sunglasses. What do you need them for? For my act. Oh, 100% you can have them for the act. Excellent. No, the answer's no if you need them for practical reasons. If it's for performance, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn down a style request. Excellent. Dee's going to investigate to see if we can figure out what our next... Who's next? Um, okay. Where do you, you want to go backstage? Or? Yeah, Dee will go check backstage. 
Um, you get back there, and the magical cat is sort of shivering in a corner, um, seemingly having picked up all of the, the silk handkerchiefs that you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. You okay? Um, it sounds like they're breathing heavily into a paper bag. I see. And they sort of hold the paw up, possibly in a, yeah, fine kind of way. <laughs> do, you, do you paw five them? <laughs> <laughs> You just hear the, the just the sound of like the paper just. Excellent. Anything else backstage other than the uh, panic-stricken magic cat? Roll investigation. Sixteen. Okay. There's uh, like a little dressing table with a mirror. Uh huh. It has some light bulbs around it. Uh huh. And some broken light bulbs around it. Mm. Uh, there's like uh, one of those weak head, like those foam weak heads on it, but with no wig. With um, no wig. Okay. Some some like dusty piles of who knows when last used makeup. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a trunk not far from that. Uh, investigating that, you find it is full of like costume clothing and props. Were any anything stand out? What would you be looking for? Um, I I D has uh, an exact idea of what they want to do. It doesn't require okay. any props, um, other than the sunglasses, but. I'm open to adding things if there's anything notable in there. If if there's something you think would be good, I will let you find it in the box. <laughs> Within uh, reason. No, nothing. A better act. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nothing that comes to mind. Um, no, it's just things like robes and fancy dresses and um, like uh, various prop swords. Okay, well, how about this? What's like the most lazy, casual? sort of clothes that are there like something that looks like it would be for a homeless person <laughs> costume um there's something that may have been like like a ghillie suit like a like look, looking kind of like a bush okay can i can i just say i'm slightly concerned that you asked to borrow bromaro's sunglasses for what sounds like you putting together a homeless person costume <laughs> that is very concerning uh, is that what you think of bromaro's sense of fashion no <laughs> um but uh yeah you will take it and put it on and then um also put on the glasses and kind of do that uh i'm picturing that picture of obama like finger gunsing himself in the mirror <laughs> making sure that it looks right and then uh yeah go back to looking for that list to see if we can figure out if we should be just walking on stage and doing right thing um, so you're going back out front in your new costume mm-hmm. to see if you can look at the list. Yeah. Uh, your name is on the list. You are the last three names on the list, and Bramara's already gone. All right. So then D will take it upon themselves to go up on stage. Okay. So you go back around the backstage, up the little stairs, mm-hmm. and once again you step out into this huge, bright yellow blinding lights of, of a stage. And there are just rows and rows and balconies and balconies of these these shadowy outlines. And no sign of your companions. Interesting. Okay. Um, D is going to wait, just kind of stand there for like an unnatural amount of time, doing nothing. Um, There's there's a few like coughs from various points around the room. Uh Uh-huh. How long are you giving this? I'd say about like thirty seconds to the, make it to the point where, like, D's just staring blankly with the sunglasses on, stone faced into the crowd. 
for about 30 seconds. This feels like a very Nick move. Yes. And then, um, and then D will cast Blink on themselves. Okay, where are you blinking to? Uh, so Blink will just cause me to vanish, and then at the start of every turn, I will appear somewhere else. Okay. Um, and so just kind of moving around stage, um, doing equally like lazy poses, just laying on the ground <laughs> flat. Or... So from your point of view, you're... Um, also, do you go to another dimension during this? This will cause me to shift to the ethereal plane. To the ethereal plane. So you recognise the ethereal plane. You've been there before. Yeah. It's full of spiders and, and ether, ether doppelgangers. And that one ether primordial. Remember the ether primordial? <sighs> yes. Fun times. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, from your point of view, you're just, like, legging it across the stage. Yeah. Pose. Leg it across the stage, six seconds later, pose. Exactly. Leg it across the stage, six seconds later, pose. And one, once once nine sufficiently lazy poses have been pulled off on the tenth one, D will go back to where they originally were and uh, wait like another like five to ten seconds after reappearing <laughs> and then just give like a lazy pause up. Uh, you get like a... <coughs> <coughs> Um, it appears to come from someone in like one of the little side balconies. Are they not a fan of your surrealist comedy? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't appear so. Are you doing anything else? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to stay on the stage? <laughs> I think the longer you stay on the stage, the more chance there is of this turning around and becoming good. Oh yeah, just just frozen thumbs up. Until somebody explicitly tells me to leave. <laughs> okay, you are standing like frozen thumbs up on that stage, getting warmer and warmer and warmer. There's a few like little coughs here and there from across the theatre. Uh, even though Bromara knows that it, that that uh, D won't be able to hear it, Bromara is still like woo woo yeah yeah. Do you hear nothing? Excellent. Just the occasional casual cough. And um, eventually you see the figure of the old dude just start waving you off with a paw. Okay. And then just walk off stage. (laughs) (sighs) And he does not tell you to come back tonight, it sounds like. Uh, D takes 1d4 psychic damage. Oh, lovely. My head hurts. Oh, no. Come down here. We'll give you some plasters. We'll patch you up. Excellent. Oh. Just stick a couple of, of band-aids on your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you want to do? Is Dusty going to attempt a performance? Uh, yeah. Dusty is going to stroll back in. Um, he's got Aurora to do him a little helping. She's she's only got one part. She's like the triangle at the end, but she knows <laughs> she knows her job. She knows what she's doing. But it's important. She's holding just like a few grains of dirt between her claws, it's... which aren't really designed for holding dirt. Oh no, she's got her tiny little staff with her tiny little jewel in it and her tiny little ring crown. Everything about her is tiny and little. <laughs> okay, so she can only hold so much dirt for you. It's okay because he's got his um, bag of holding that can have way too much dirt in it. But he's, he's only got a five-foot cube, because that's all his cantrip will allow. Uh, so he's going to solemnly make his way backstage. Mm-hmm. The tuxedo cat, the, the magical cat, is, is still sort of breathing more slowly into a paper bag in the corner. Can I do a medicine check on this cat? 
Sure. Four. Almost um, certainly a cat. Certainly a cat. Uh, and you managed, in, in your medicining, to freak him out again. So he's just now breathing just heavily into that. Just <laughs> and a dove just flies out of somewhere. I was going to say a sleeve, but not wearing a jacket. But it does have little white socks and a, a little white bib. So it does look like he's wearing a jacket. That's adorable. Dusty wanders on stage feeling like he's probably helped because he's certainly perked up some. Um, yeah, Dusty, you are in this place that has been mentioned before. It's considerably brighter than you expected. So Dusty walks to the centre of the stage. <gasps> Did you just gasp at that? Oh no, I, I gasped <laughs> at realising that there might be something I can do. I had... I had... <laughs> <laughs> I maybe had a smart. Th- I've maybe had a smart thought. Um, oh, sorry. Um, as Dusty's walking out onto the stage, can I attempt to use awakened mind to send Dusty a message telepathically? Sure. Um, I don't know if you can hear this, Dusty, but I believe in you. Dusty can't hear that. Oh, Bramara hopes it got through. <laughs> I'm sure. It anyway, did. sorry. I'm done being excited that I thought I was smart. What were you saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm still like. Part of me was like, oh, when you gasped at the getting in the centre of the stage. Like, Bromara was very proud of him for getting that bit right. Hey, Bromara is very proud of Dusty for getting that bit right. It's pretty impressive. Dusty doesn't know that and has no way of knowing that. Bromara's just very intently thinking, I'm very proud of you. I'm I'm very proud of you. He did good. So, Dusty takes a deep breath. Slowly descends to his knees, and as he's descending, the dirt just starts snaking round the front of him, out of this bag, and it's slowly forming around him. So he's almost completely vanished at this point, and all there is is just this wall of dirt. Mm-hmm. And then he flicks his hands round, and it starts working almost like a projector screen with all the colour changes and the swirling patterns starting to depict um, almost like a film. Have um, you invented, turned yourself into some kind of television? <laughs> I, I am a television now. Is this Dusty Vision? This is Dusty Vision. <laughs> dusty, Dusty Vision, Dusty Vision. You see, this is a totally different energy from what I was going for. I was going for like this whole... Like, silent film, very sort of artsy, very sort of solemn. Oh, right. And Like shadow puppetry. And here you are, singing Dusty Vision. <laughs> and it's completely unlike the town. It's As it slowly swells into focus and it starts to strike up greens that are like so bright, it's almost as if the little bits of dirt are emeralds. And it's a view of this beautiful forest. And it slowly coalesces into a town and like birds are flying, children are dancing and there is this absolutely beautiful woman in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. She Her skin isn't rainbows but she almost iridesces. The air around her is rainbows. Mm-hmm. And it's just this incredibly gorgeous memory that Dust is sharing. Oh. And then after a while it starts to get dark and the dirt at the side of the projector starts to crumble, the floor starts to shake, and then it explodes. And there's just Dusty on his knees in the middle of the stage. And then Aurora flies out and she's aiming for the balcony with a puff of euphoria breath. How far oh. does she get? Um, so she's flying out into where the balconies are? 
Yeah, so sort of like a parabolic shot with a drone, just like going round and dropping okay. this laughing gas-, gas breath. Is she leaving the front of the stage? Or is she still staying like relatively above where the, the stage is? Uh, I think she's staying fairly close to Dusty because like she can't really see, can she? No, no one can. It's just white, uh, yellow light and shapes. Okay, so as as you have your finale and the... And they've been quiet all the way through this. There's been... You got like a little bit of a cough at the beginning when you first got on stage. But when you started performing, they were quiet for you. Um, as as Aurora goes out and is spraying the euphoria breath, um, you're not noticing any reaction to that. But there is a, uh, like a, like a, a couple of little like polite golf claps at the back. But, but again, majority of the audience... Nothing. And the gas doesn't seem to have affected anyone, no? Nope. Hmm. How long are you staying on the stage? Not an uncomfortably long period of time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was worth the shot. Uh, okay, so as you sort of stand up having finished and start making your way to the edge, um, the old dude sort of looks at you and says, I'm back later. Hooray! Dusty nods, jumps down. Are you jumping out the front? Yeah. Okay, so literally as you get, like, off the edge of the stage, there you are back in the room. Hmm. There's Dee and Brumara, like, woo! Shaking pom-poms, I imagine. This wants to ask the old guy what that's all about. The old dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for seeing me. Uh, I do have a question, though. What's with the uh, different front and back? Why, Why does the room change? It's all about performance. It's where you have to be to perform. Is that is that supposed to be deep? Because <laughs> Bromara, Bromara, yeah. Is is it is it? Does this mean something to you? Um, yes, of course, it definitely means something, and I'm I'm not going to suggest it doesn't mean something to the person that I'm coming back to perform to later. <laughs> well, I did a bad job. I don't understand. <laughs> what does that mean? A uh, Bromara thinks it means nothing, but she doesn't want to piss off the old man by being like he's spouting bullshit. Oh, I yeah. Before hoping to get an invite back later. I'm already in trouble, so I can ask. <laughs> what? No. What? What does that mean? This is a performance space. The stage is where one performs. Uh huh. Listen, I'm very busy. I've got a show to run. Stars to make. Right. You can go now. Brimmer is already leaving. Well, thank you very much. Goodbye. Don't rescind my invite. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to do anything else before you leave? Bromara's just trying to get out of there before pissing him off. Okay, Bromara's scuttling off. D? D will go check on the magic cat. I mean, there's nothing really more I can do to ruin my chances. I'm pretty sure I don't have any. Uh, where where are they? Are they still backstage, magic cat? Still backstage, still in the corner. They're fiddling with a deck of cards. Oh, how are you doing? Um, um, uh, I don't think I can follow that. Yeah, just go out there and do your best. You know, if they don't Try. get it, they don't get it. Never get it. But don't let it keep you down. They didn't get it for me. I didn't really have anything to give, but... Well, yeah. Well, I'll try. And and he slinks off towards the, the stairs up, the, up to the stage. Um, Can I get a perception from, from D? Yeah. Ooh, a 20, but not natural. A not natural 20. You're pretty sure you heard, like, an audience laughing. Uh-huh. As the magic cat... Um, sort of nervously shuffles out onto the stage. Mm, interesting. But not like, ha-ha, like pretty derived, derisive sounding laughter. Oh, like mean? Aw. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Can DC Bromara or, uh, um, Destiny? Or did they already... Backstage because the door's already... shut. Okay. Uh, Bromara's... Bromara's out in the front lobby trying to be like, okay, I'm out, I'm out the way. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that makes that makes Bromara feel better. Do a peep on the stage. Do a peck and peep. Yeah. Well, first D is going to shift colors and make themselves look different. Still Tabaxi, okay. but uh, similarly to Magic Cat, just be kind of tuxedo patterned. I don't want to get spotted and assumed to be the same person or same Tabaxi. Although I am the same size. Anyways. Um, and yeah, go peek out on stage, try and see if from the side I can see what's going on. Um, so are you like actually onto the stage or just peeking around from behind those curtains? Just peeking around from behind the curtains. So, uh, the magic cat has like a, a little fold out table in front of them uh-huh. and appears to be doing some kind of trick involving, uh, coins disappearing and reappearing underneath cards. Ooh, okay. Does the crowd seem into it or are they making fun of him? Um, there's like some audible yawning, like over-exaggerated yawning. Oh, so mean. Um, can D kind of peer at the crowd and see, you know, what what's going on now that I'm not the center of focus? You can see sort of uh, movement mm-hmm. from them as they're like deliberately overacting yawns. Hmm. But I can definitely see people now. You can you you can't see the see the people people like it's still just like vague outlines. Interesting. Okay. That's so weird. You uh, so how how peaky around the edge are you now? Still not. Still just keeping an eye on the corner. What's easy for for D to peek out around and see um, without any light coming onto them. D's getting a little bit of a bad feeling, and uh, we'll just kind of go back. Oh, actually, is there anything that would lead like above the stage, kind of like? rafters or something like that a catwalk yeah catwalk <laughs> okay okay this episode this episode's been won you are the winner of the episode Yay! I won it. I did it <laughs> best performance yeah. and best part well done <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean if you sort of just between the curtains to the side of the stage and before you do the little steps down off the side of the stage mm-hmm. there is like a, a straight ladder against that pillar at the side of the, the stage mm-hmm. okay and quietly d will clamber up to try and see if i can get a vantage from above so you know what this stage looks like from the outside mm-hmm. it's like a small box in a like a little town hall mm-hmm. but from this side Obviously, it looks like a big theatre stage, so you are climbing up quite high mm-hmm. and do eventually come to like a proper catwalk with a lighting rig and all of those, um, like the sandbags holding various things up. Excellent. Okay. Um, and and the stage or the the audience itself, any more visible or no? No more visible. Mm. If anything, there's less glare, okay. so they they seem to be less visible oh. because it's darkness against darkness. I see. So you get the impression that perhaps it isn't just the blinding light that is causing these figures to uh, appear as vague shapes. I really don't have anything else magical that I can do. I'm... No light cantrips. No. Um. Hmm. From below, mm-hmm. uh, somebody throws something onto the stage. 
mm-hmm. that bashes uh, the magic cat, Aww. and it causes like just coins to fly everywhere, like more than they should have been on the table, um, and go rolling off sort of into the audience. Um, from your point of view, uh-huh. you already left uh, to the, uh, the sorry to to Bromara and and Dusty. You don't see because you're already gone to the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this is this is weird. Hmm. Okay. Um, D will go back downstage and try and go find Bromara, see if she can make sense of what's going on. As you're coming down, um, the magical cat is coming off stage, having gathered up most of what was there, mm-hmm. and they and they look sort of very sad and solemn, and go and sit in their little corner. Oh, I'm so sad. Um, D will go and pat magic cat on the back. They're just sobbing quietly. Oh. So we're all in agreement. We're adopting this NPC, right? Yeah. <laughs> D against. Hey, you're already a star to us. Against D's better judgment, they're gonna give Magic Cat a hug. And um, as you sort of touch Magic Cat, they stiffen completely. Uh-huh. Like, eh. <laughs> that, that's valid. Um, but D will say nothing else and then go to the lobby, and um. <laughs> <clears throat> D will go to the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, look for Bromara and Dusty. Okay. How, <laughs> how's, how's the lobby crew doing? Um, Dancing popcorn. <laughs> uh, I, I like to think we're both just uh, congratulating each other. Like, oh, you did really... Oh, you did really... Oh, you did really great. <laughs> Do they go really quiet as soon as... <laughs> as, soon D, as D walks D in. Just like... Hey. D? Good D? job, hon. D? They were not ready for your your special brand of avant-garde uh, surrealist comedy. That you you are ahead of the times. You will just kind of. I am a cat still. Like paw through the hair back, like shake the head. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you. But more pressingly, um, did you see Magic Cat's performance? No. What happened? Somebody threw something at them. So there, there are physically people then mm-hmm. in that audience. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We need to solve that mystery, like before we go perform again. I feel like I have two thoughts that I need someone to finish. First mm. thought, spiders. Second thought, oh, out of character, I forgot. <laughs> It could be just as valid in character. <gasps> got though. it, got it, got it. Okay. Uh, you know how you can have Calistria flip heads or tails for you? Yes. Mm. Can you just ask if uh, stoving that fucker's head in would, would be good or bad? Yes, but usually she's not as big of a fan of just straight up murder. She's not opposed <sighs> to it. I have an idea to try. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will work. Okay, so I'm looking at the description for Dimension Door. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can teleport yourself to a cur- from your current location to any other spot within range, uh, up to 500 feet. Um, it can be a place you can see, or one you can visualise. Can I visualise that balcony that should be somewhere up above us right now? And attempt to teleport to the balcony. Uh, there is a consequence if that is not a place that is within 500 foot that I can teleport to. Um, uh, if I would arrive in a place already occupied, or like that is a place I, that is unreachable, I will take 
quite a lot of force damage and it will fail. So you want to teleport to where you perceive the balcony to be when you're I, in the standing on stage position? I, I want to picture that balcony I saw right. and hope that it's within 500 feet of me and attempt to teleport to the balcony. Cool. How much HP have you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have 46. You'll probably be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do, do you walk through a literal door or just blink? I like to picture it as walking through a door, but I think it on paper is actually just blink. I quite like the idea that you just poof a door into it, just like, yeah, oh, going through here, la 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 la, door closed behind you, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, if, if it fails, I get pushed back out the doorway very forcefully. Oh, the door hits you no. on the way out. <laughs> oh, no. Much worse than that. Um, so you picture in your mind the thing. Yep. The door is summoned before you. Yeah. You open it. Yeah. There before you, you can see the, the balcony. Yep. With its strange shadow figures. Yep. Surrounded by a glowing yellow light. And you step out onto it. And it vanishes almost immediately. And you are standing about 30 feet up above the roof of the theatre. Oh, so I'm not taking the damage that a failed dimension door would have given me, huh? No, you're taking the damage of plummeting onto the roof of the theatre. Uh, do I have any way to stop myself falling? Um, can I cast Gust in a downward direction to try and slow my fall a bit? I like that logic. Go for yeah. it. Um, I cast Gust. I'm now blowing air down to try and slow this descent. Okay, you you do it, but it's awkward. Uh, you're going to take considerably less damage. Yay! And then have to explain to the rest of my team, hey, I'm on the roof. <laughs> uh, you take t- you take uh, two, I guess, force damage. Two force damage. As, as your ankle meets the roof. <laughs> Luckily, it's a flat roof. Hooray! Um... I, I try and get over to the edge that is closest to uh, the, the, the lobby and just shout down, Hey! Hey! <laughs> D! Dusty! Meow! Step in the roof! Meow! D will uh, look around. Oh no. Uh, um, hey! Um, so I tried to get to the balcony and I was there for half a second and then I was 30 foot up in the air. Hmm. How has this roof? Um, like 25 feet. Is this like when you need to get out of a burning building and Brumar's just going to have to jump down and be caught on the way down? <gasps> roll, roll perception. 13. There appears to be a ladder leading off of the roof at the back. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'll be right down. Limbo. Uh, I don't like falling. Uh. Uh, as soon as she's within range, just it scoops her up into a big safe cuddle. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Um... So if only briefly, um, that physical space does exist. It just goes away very quickly. Um, it is physically 30 foot up there. It, it, is, a, it is a place that exists-ish, maybe. Right. Or existed. Maybe it's a time thing. So uh, can we ask the spiders? Do you think? I mean, it couldn't hurt. The spiders may know. Do you have any way of contacting the spiders? That's Absolutely not. <laughs> No, but I have an idea. <laughs> Let's hear your idea. The spiders. So, Dusty oh. goes and finds a crappy alley, somewhere that looks like it should be ringing with spiders. Oh, and no. he sits and he uses mold earth to make some models of the spiders, as accurate as he can. And then he just sits there with his little, like, fingers in the pretty please position. 
and just hopes that one of them gets the idea. That's valid and adorable. And he will be sat there until it works or until someone tells him to stop. I think about 20 minutes is long enough to go, this isn't (laughs) going to work, Dusty. Uh, Dee, you've just blinked in and out of the uh, ethereal plane. Yes. I I mean, theoretically, you could go and have a look if you want to start blinking again. True, but I'm only there for... Yeah, I guess that's true. Did the spider speak another language? I think they spoke brain, didn't they? Yeah, I think they communicated telepathically. Just go think at them. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Do you go to the same alley? Because, you know, why not? There are spiders here. Maybe maybe Dusty's onto something. Um, And Blink, and just while Blinked for the one minute, um, just think as loudly as I can, like... Hey, spiders, come help. Spiders, help. As soon as Dee blinks out of existence, Dusty sits back looking ever so fucking proud of himself. <laughs> sure. Um, it's a, it's a fine idea. So, um, yeah, Dee, you, you've, you've encountered, uh, you've attracted a, an ether spider. Yes. Okay. Um, how much, how long does it take for them to come over to me? Because I, I really only do have the one minute. Like 30 seconds? Okay. What did, what did, oh, this is the other thing. I should have worked out beforehand. What did we want to ask them? Like, hey, there's a mysterious other world inside that uh, theatre. Do you know anything about it? What's going on there? How we could get to it? You, you know about other realms, right? Yeah. Tell me what interesting things your spidey senses have seen. You can see it here as we see here. And it points with a leg over towards the theatre. And it is just a shimmery, smoky, blue and white version of the theatre that you can see normally in Felixstowe. Ah. Ah. So even though I... Good idea. Any insights based on a description? Can you, like, guess what's going on? You're smarter than us. There is an evil in this town. You are running out. You're really <laughs> Anything more specific about the evil in this also, town? Also, you shouldn't be able to ask this oh. question. She's I, not a work in mind. I, She's in another dimension. I reappear <laughs> at, at the start for a second of every turn. So that's when I figure I would be just <laughs> saying what's happening. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, in, what in six seconds receiving information, you you're not going to have enough time to have this whole conversation. Okay, okay, yeah. that's yeah. You're gonna, it, it points you in the direction of the theater to show you that that you see what they see uh-huh. in this world. Okay, um, on the last. Well, okay, I okay, I'll give you another thing because it was a good idea. Um, while being pointed at the theater, you notice this big, big white glowing thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking huge, like a huge glowing tower, and it's brighter than anything else you can see in the ether or have seen in the ether. Huh. Okay. And it's tall and menacing, and it's you, you can tell roughly which direction it is. And then you are blunk, blink, blunk, 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 blank, blunk. You're you're plonked back in the real world. Excellent. Blink, blunk on the prime material plane. And that that's has no real world counterpart. The uh... it's still very foggy. Oh, I see. Okay, might need to go investigate that. Um, Dee will relay everything to the friends. Well, that tower seems as useful a place to investigate as any. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do that first, or do we want to try and work out what's going on here? Well, I mean, I have no idea how we would work out what's going on here. The tower seems... At least it feels like we'd probably make progress doing that. Mm. Maybe the two will coincidentally be linked, and it'll all be very, very useful. 
Okay, so as you start heading towards the tower, you come across just a little market stall. Like a little stall made out of like a few planks of wood nailed clumsily together. Mm-hmm. And uh, standing behind the stall is Artie. It's Artie, everybody. Hey, Artie. Hello. Lovely to see you all again. Lovely to see you all. Uh, can I interest you in something to assist in your performances? What are you? What are you? What are you selling, stranger? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got uh, we got talent juice. We got uh, like guidebooks for oh, training, yeah. vocal training. I got magic tips. I got whatever you want. I got uh, got a few tricks. I've sold a few to, to Trixie myself, actually. You, know? you got any uh, notebooks that explain what the fuck is going on on that stage? Nobody knows quite what goes on on the stage. We tread the boards and hope that we will be chosen. I myself am quite sure that I. Will be the next chosen. Yeah, what's what's your performance? What do you do? Oh, you know, I, I, I sing, a bit of tap dancing. Yeah. How many times have you have you gone for it? Oh, not too many, not too many. I mostly like to uh, keep out of all that. You know, I think of myself more as just a just a small time business person. You know, making the best I can of a situation, helping. Young folks such as yourself get through, but every now and again, the desire does take me to have a little go myself. Mm-hmm. So can I interest you in anything? Did you say talent you, juice? You, oh yeah, talent juice. Uh, and and there's like a load of bottles of sort of an off green colour, like sort of greeny blue uh, colour of um, uh, like Nostler's talent juice. <gasps> Huh. Nostler's liquid talent. So not hmm. Nestler's, Nostler's. Nostler's. Is that Nestler's for posh people? Oh, it's some Nostler's. <laughs> I was thinking Nos, like, either a cheap fake or, like, Nos, the stuff that makes cars go zoom. Nit- nitrous oxide. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Norse. Which I don't think you should drink, but... <laughs> I don't think you should drink anything labeled talent juice. I'm just thinking of that monster energy you were splashing in. Oh, is that the stuff that wasn't? Wasn't it? You you called it. You all called it talent juice. Yeah, yeah I see? suppose we did. I didn't know that was an official name for this stuff. That's why. That's why I was like, What's hold energy? on. <laughs> has this name just been? You were calling it canonized. Ta- you were calling it, was... it was monster energy. Ah, well. <laughs> I mean, I'll have some talent juice. You want some talent juice? How much is some talent juice? Well, you know, it doesn't run cheap, you know. I don't know if you know how they get this stuff, but uh, just a couple of platinum, I think I can sort you all out. Oh, hmm. How do they get that stuff? They suck it out of dying artists. In their dying breaths, they suck it out. Just And uh, yeah. why are the artists yeah, we... dying? Old age, poverty, capitalism. You know how it is. Yes. I mean, I think we could spare a couple of platinum. <laughs> <laughs> you got some talent juice, everyone. Just gonna look at Romora with concern. <laughs> yeah, Dusty is disgusted by the concept of this, but he's not gonna stop Bromara. Okay, Bromara will will put it down and be will we'll be good. <laughs> um, any chance you know about a tower in this general direction and gestures? Big, big old tower. Big old tower. Big old, uh, big old tower that way. Black tower, bell tower. Um. Don't know, just know the direction. I mean, big tower or kind of a big tower? <laughs> no, D? Uh, it's very big. Biggest biggest thing here. Black tower, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I can point you in the direction, but uh, I wouldn't really, uh, don't really, um, yeah, we don't really uh, go, go that way. 
kind of uh, I think I think it's something to do with the old dude you know that's where the, the stars go initially before they make their way off into the I'm world I'm gonna I'm gonna put a can of the good food on the <laughs> cart oh it's back to you of, of uh, fine taste we're about as fine as this town gets anyway is he not gonna take it uh, he will sort of like reach forward slowly and slide it back towards him and sort of like is um, um, am I taking this I'm taking the, I, I am taking this and as it gets sort of further over his side of the thing he sort of reaches forward with his other paw opens his pocket and just drops it into said pocket <laughs> while just not breaking eye contact with you okay and he gives no additional information for this bride god damn it <laughs> It's over there. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Making bribing and pulling teeth. Uh, goodness. Okay, uh, he pointed the direction? Uh, yeah, the direction you were already heading. Well, Dusty has a clear girl in mind and some hecking leggies. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you're heading along and it feels like the, the fog is getting like more dense as you go. And, and a bit thicker as well. Like The air feels heavy to breathe. Um, well, I'm going to pack that shit in then. Hot breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, he can. Um, Dusty doesn't have everyone, everyone but Dusty can I have a constitution roll, please. Mm-hmm. How constitute am I? 19. Uh, 20. You've both done wonderfully. You can still breathe. Excellent. <sighs> but it, it, it is very much like that. Like you're breathing, but it's <sighs> it's pretty ragged. It's hard work. Oh, this is um definitely the star treatment. Oh, and and your voice has dropped like half an octave. Excellent. Are we breathing like I forget what what gas it is that does the opposite of helium makes your voice drop? There's one that and does that. And the heavier gas. And the heavier gas. Yeah, you're not supposed to do it with the heavy gases because they don't come out your lungs very well. I think they're heavy. heavy gas. Yeah, there are gases that are heavy that will do do that. Hmm, interesting. I've learned a new thing today. Yeah, this this really doesn't scream to me where newly formed celebrities go. This feels this has a real um, you be lambs to the slaughter feel. Uh, can I get a perception check from everyone? Yeah. Sure. Eight. Ten. Nine. Ground lumpy. Gr- ground lumpy. Ground lumpy. Working oh, touch ground. Why ground lumpy? Ground, ground lumpy and um, sort of yields to the touch a little bit. Is it dead bodies? Not dead bodies. It's just ground. You can you can you can see it if you get close enough. Okay. Ground lumpy. Ground lumpy. <laughs> ground lumpy. That's all you get for like a ten tops for a group roll. Ground lumpy. <laughs> Are you I was, proceeding? I was I was gonna say could Dusty get advantage for being made of ground? But advantage wouldn't help because the other number was a botch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Dusty's just going to use his terrain smoothing abilities to make ground not lumpy anymore. Ground ground not smooth. Mm-hmm. Ground not ground, question mark? Since you've realised that you can't mould it? Are we in the mouth of something? Dusty is very unhappy with ground not ground. Um, would it be an investigation to really ground the ground? How are you going about this investigation? It's like lying on the floor or poking it or... Yeah, getting really nose into the knot dirt and like trying to dig a bit of it up. 
Okay. And you lie on the ground and something about it feels kind of like wet rubber. Like wet rubber stretched over something else that's giving it contours. Um, when you try and dig at it, what, what are you digging at it with? Like just nails or...? Um, I'll try his hand first and if that doesn't work then I'll move on to something sharper. Okay, you stab the ground and it sort of parts slightly and you're now slightly damp. Damp with... Something black. Today? Hmm? Yeah? I think... I think this isn't fog. I think something's breathing on us. The floor's bleeding. D. Brumara, the floor is bleeding. I think we'll leave it there. Oh, what a cliffhanger. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you again sometime. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.